and it looks like I'm live. Awesome. Great win for the Jazz. Let me just lead with that. Uh, to be fair, the Lakers were a little bit injured. Obviously, Anthony Davis was out, and Dennis Schroeder was out as well. So this was not the Lakers, Lakers at full strength. If the Lakers are healthy in the playoffs and the Jazz face them, it'll be a much different outcome. Luckily, the rest of the NBA schedule was released, and the Jazz play the Lakers twice in a row, kind of towards the end of the season. It's not like right at the end, but it's um, we have to wait a little bit before that happens. So hopefully the Lakers are healthy at that point, and we can get a little, and hopefully the Jazz are healthy so we can see a kind of two-game series in the regular season against the Lakers. But obviously... With what we saw from the Lakers, even though they, they were a little beat up, the Jazz are just a far superior team. And like it, the Lakers, they were just sloppy. They weren't energized. Their defense was nowhere to be seen, which is awesome because, for the Jazz because like just adding Anthony Davis and Dennis Schroeder is not going to be a big enough add to the Lakers' defense to make up for what we saw from the Lakers' defense tonight. So the Jazz just wrecked them. The Lakers were awful. It was like it was everything a Jazz fan could dream of, right? <laughs> um, another cool thing is just like LeBron James. He was the highest scorer out of all players, and he only had 19. So that means that the Jazz just beat up the Lakers on a team level. Like I don't know, they they. Watching the Jazz offense, it flowed. They kept the ball spaced. They got great shots. They made 22 threes as a team. And the Lakers defense just didn't know what to do. There was a while there where they they were just exploiting lobs to Rudy Gobert. So, like, the Lakers couldn't do anything defensively. They had no energy. And then offensively, they had a couple good possessions, and that's about it. But... Crazy game. That was awesome. Loved it. And I, I think a lot of people are going to be saying, yeah, the Jazz are great. They're they're an awesome team. But they beat the Lakers when they weren't healthy. And, and then when they played the Clippers, they lost them when, they were, when the Clippers were healthy. But I don't think that tells the full story. And from what we saw as the whole Lakers team, just adding the players that they missed wouldn't probably, like, the Jazz probably still would have beat them with how bad the rest of the team played. So... Great game for the Jazz. I'm excited. I'll jump into the stats real quick. I'll try to be quick because we have a lot that we can talk about and the chat is already blowing up because that was an awesome game. So I'll be quick on the stats. Leave any comments you have about the game, any questions you have about the game. All-Star Reserves were also released since our last stream. So any questions or comments you have about that, we can talk about that. And I did look over the schedule that was released. The rest of the schedule was released. I don't have a ton of comments on it. It's just kind of games. Um, there were some interesting ones. Like we, uh, at one point, the Jazz played the Grizzlies, played the Grizzlies three times in four games. But that's the Grizzlies. not a huge thing. So leave any comments about that. I can talk about the schedule. I, I don't know if I'll give great insights on it yet. I haven't dug too far into it. But I'll go through the team stats, the box score. In the meantime, you guys can blow up the chat, and then I'll get to it right after that. And... And yeah, it'll be fun. So I'll be quick with this though. Team stats. It's just the Jazz beat the Lakers at, at everything. Um, they beat them field goal percentage by 7%. They crushed them in three-pointers. The Lakers were awful from the three-point line. They shot 24% compared to the Jazz almost 46%. The Jazz made 22 threes, which... Uh, like how they started, they hit 14 in the first half. So I was kind of hoping the Jazz could go break that franchise record and get 33s and just like break it two games in a row. They'd tie it at last game and then break it again or actually break it this game. Um, yeah, the Jazz played awesome team basketball. The Lakers, def- this is what happens when the Jazz play a defense that plays as bad as the Lakers is they get a ton of assists. They had 28 assists. And the Lakers just couldn't do anything. The Jazz ball movement was great. Uh, the Jazz had 12 turnovers, which is kind of par- on par for them. Like, any more than that, and I'm not happy, but 12, like, I'll live with, especially when the Lakers have 14 turnovers. 
Um, so yeah, and the largest lead for the Jazz was 29 points compared to the Lakers' four. So I don't know. Like team stats just show that like if you were to take the team names off of this and just look at the team stats, you would assume that the Jazz were playing like the Jazz were one of the best teams in the league, which they are, and they were playing some scrub team, which is how the Lakers played tonight. Um, I'm not expecting them to continue playing like this, late, continuing on in the season and in the playoffs. I'll expect a better team. And honestly, I'm hoping the Lakers start to play a lot better because I don't want them slipping past the third seed because then if the Jazz lock up the first seed and then they have to play the Lakers before the conference finals, that probably the toughest route so I hope the Lakers turn it around soon but I'm happy the Jazz won I'll go over box score real quick and then the chat is exploding so I might be on the chat on (laughs) the stream might last a long time which is awesome Um, also one thing I saw so Shaq Harrison he I forget how we picked him up whether it was a trade or something but we picked him up in the offseason but the Jazz waived him I was kind of sad to see that I uh, he just didn't get much playing time and 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 that's how it works when your team's playing really good and you're at the end of the bench. Um, so if you have any thoughts on that, some people are kind of talking about like, oh, this opens up a roster spot. Maybe that's maybe they're trying to sign a free agent like like Isaiah Thomas, or maybe they're trying to make a trade. I don't think I think it was just more of a a luxury tax move just so they wouldn't have to pay as much, but. If if you guys have any thoughts on that, like leave it in the comments, and and we can we can get into um, talking about what that might mean for the Jazz that wave waving of Shaq Harrison. But the box score, like I said, LeBron James led all scorers on both teams with 19 points. Uh, the Lakers had three players in double digits, and and Morris James and Harrell off the bench like no no one really played good uh the the lakers did have uh talon horton tucker play which or not play but start um which was kind of an interesting move on their part he didn't play good the jazz defense was too much for him the jazz on the other hand had six players in double digits and clarkson favors mitchell conley and bogey um and it was just an awesome team game like mitchell he came out and he was not like he he kind of got on a roll later in the game and by that point the jazz were up by a ton and he was taken out so then that's why he only scored 13 points but he was not his shots weren't falling like the lakers did a pretty good job at the beginning to force him into tough shots but then after that he just couldn't find his rhythm even good shots weren't falling for him but what's awesome about that is he went and he impacted the game in other ways. He got winning out 10 rebounds. He had eight assists. And he like he didn't shoot great. He was four for 16, but that's what I want to see out of Mitchell. He was out there. He was, he was leading the team. He was acting as their leader. And even though his shots weren't falling, he kept taking shots when he thought they were good shots. And he found other ways to impact the game. So... Yeah, that's kind of my thoughts on on the stats. I'll I'll scroll back up to the top of the chat, and and yeah, let's do this. If you haven't liked the video or the stream, like it. It helps more people hop on here, and the more people on here, the more people are chatting, the more fun this is. So make sure you like it. If you're not subscribed, subscribe. We talk about the jazz here, so if you're a jazz fan, you need to subscribe. We do a, a post game review like this after every game. And then a few other videos during the week. Uh, typically one, sometimes we had two if there's been an eventful week. So, yeah. First comment, Matthew says, the Jazz are the best team in the NBA right now. I I can't argue that. <laughs> they've, they've been playing like the best team. They've been beating the best teams by double digits. Granted, some of their wins have been against injured teams, but that's not the Jazz's fault, and they've still come out to play. So... Like from what we've seen so far, they're the best team. Like I, I don't. It's any other argument is just kind of guessing right now. I, I am excited to see the Jazz play the Nets. That was on the schedule, so I feel like that is one team that may have the have the Jazz's number. 
the good news is they're in the Eastern Conference, so maybe another team can knock them off before um, if the Jazz make it to the finals before they make it to the finals. But still, I'm excited to see how that how that plays out. Uh, Nate said not having AD was a big difference, but what else could you really want from the Jazz tonight? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, like the Jazz played amazing, and with how good the Jazz were playing, like I, it would be a it would definitely have been a closer game and. Um, it may have come down to the wire with Anthony Davis, but with how the rest, with how the Jazz were playing and with how the Lakers were playing, like I was saying, I I don't think Anthony Davis is a big enough difference maker to make the Jazz lose this game. Um, yeah, and at, so Sawyer says we pulled LeBron right under that. Francis says it looks like LeBron doesn't want to be there. I feel sad for him. It's true, like. There's that uh that remind like watching LeBron tonight reminded me of back when he was uh on a like his first year with the Lakers when he had Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and all of them on the team. And there's some times where he's just like you could tell he was just done with everything and he was upset with the team. And I, I was seeing that look with him tonight. There was one point in the third where uh, third and kind of beginning of the fourth where he tried to kind of kickstart a run, try to get everyone energized. And it worked for like two plays, and then the Jazz had like two different defensive stops, and then two great scores on the other end. So it's just the Jazz were playing too good to for LeBron to even try to kickstart the other team. So, um, yeah, and and LeBron James he didn't play a ton of minutes. He was only at twenty eight. Normally he's like high thirties. So I think he played he played good. He was seven for thirteen from the field. It's just no one around him was giving him anything to work with, which is, is kind of rough. Um, especially when you're playing a team like the Jazz where everyone on the Jazz is giving you something and has that energy. Um, Sorry, says Donovan is going to be in the three-point contest, they said. Yeah, I heard that. I mean, like, before this season, if 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 you told me Donovan Mitchell was going to be in the three-point contest I, I or asked me the odds, I would have said, like, zero. Um because I haven't thought of Donovan Mitchell as a three-point shooter up until this season, and he's been killing it. So I'm excited to see how he does. That'll be fun. If if he wins it, that would be awesome. I I haven't looked at who else is in there, but uh, I I wouldn't expect Donovan to win it because he I don't think he's as much of a sharpshooter as whoever else they have, um, whether it's Joe Harris or Seth Curry. Or, I'm guessing they have people like that in there. Um, and I would take Seth Curry over Donovan Mitchell in a three-point shootout. Um, I want to see the uh, or Orbidex. I want to see. It says I want to see the Jazz box score with eight and double-digit scoring. <laughs> that would be crazy. It's possible. We had six tonight. Um, we didn't really. Other than those six, we didn't have anyone who was close to double digits. Um, but I don't know. Nying hits another three. Another couple shots. O'Neal hits another couple shots, and then we would have been there. And Ying had some good threes; they just didn't fall. Um, O'Neal would—he didn't really—he sh- only shot four shots, and he made two of them. So he would have had to be perfect um, in order to get double digits tonight. But it's like we're not too far off, so that would be crazy to see one of these games. Um, and okay, there we are. Yeah, another the Jazz are the best team in the NBA. <laughs> Some Lakers suck. Um, I, so I, I came to Utah like right in the like when I moved to Utah, it was right in the middle of like Darren Williams, Andre Karolinko, Carlos Boozer, like that team, and there was a huge rival rivalry between the Lakers and the Jazz because the Lakers were really good. They had the Kobe Bryant. Um, I think Pau Gasol was was on the team right around the time I moved. So the Lakers were contending for a championship. And that Utah Jazz team was, was the closest that the Jazz got to a championship since the the 90s, since with Stockton and Malone. So um, since then, though, like Lakers have fallen off, Jazz have fallen off a little bit. Now, obviously, both teams are good again. So does that Lakel, like for, for everyone who's on the chat, I'm guessing... Y'all are all pretty, pretty hardcore jazz fans. So, do you still hate the Lakers from those days, or, or like, even when both teams were bad, do you not care, or is it every time you play the Lakers, does it matter a little more? Is that is that still a heated rivalry for you guys? Like, let me know in the chat. Um, 
Ballin' All Day says, what a win. I, I know they were without AD and Schroeder. I don't know how, I don't know how to spell Schroeder, but I agree. Like awesome win. And, and it's like, I feel like a lot of times the Jazz are playing teams and we're saying, Oh, like that team missed this player, this player. And that's something the Jazz can't control. And, and so it's like, maybe that's the reason why they're winning so much, but still you look at how they play and add those players in and maybe it turns a couple of the games and maybe the Jazz are a two seed instead of a one seed right now. But with how the Jazz are playing, I think they're legitimately good enough that any team full strength on a good night, the Jazz still have an awesome chance to beat any team in the league. So especially with how they were playing tonight. Um, yeah. And, and I kind of feel like if Anthony Davis was playing, even though Donovan Mitchell kind of had an off night, he would have found a way to turn it on because it would have mattered more. So um, that's that's other things to factor in that adding Anthony Davis doesn't only boost the Lakers. It also changes a little bit how how important uh, certain shots are for, for Donovan Mitchell and other Jazz players. Um, Rocker Chick says, I, I hope they're looking at the free agent list as we speak. Is that... Um, is that referring to the like the Jazz looking to sign a new player or or the Lakers looking to sign players to to help them out because obviously they need some sort of help? Um, let me know. I'm I'm guessing it was some sort of context in what I was saying when you typed that out, but um, yeah, uh, Lakers, yeah, and the Lakers. This was their fourth loss in a row. Obviously, Anthony Davis is going to be out for a little bit. Um, I think they're expecting Schroeder to come back and pretty soon. I may be wrong about that. Um, but I don't know. Like The Lakers need to do something. Um, I don't know. There's actually some okay free agents out on the market. I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers figure out something. Um, I think they have a full roster, so they'd have to waive someone, but figure something like that out. Also... There's been rumors that like players like Blake Griffin or Andre Drummond or even Kevin Love might be waived. I don't think Kevin Love would be. I still think he has good trade value, so I think it would be stupid to waive him at this point. Um, but I don't know. May- maybe the Lakers are, are going to pick up one of those players. And DeMarcus Cousins, he was waived, but it doesn't look like he'll go to the Lakers. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if the, what the Lakers are thinking about doing. I don't know what they think they need because obviously they they need something just in case Anthony Davis gets hurt. Like they're they're not going to make it through a playoff round if Anthony Davis is hurt in the playoffs. So, but this isn't a Lakers show. We don't need to talk more about that. Um, yeah, the Jazz kept James nineteen points, and and I. I don't know if that was so much that the Jazz limited LeBron James to 19 points. I think it was more LeBron James didn't play a ton of minutes and he wasn't shooting as much as he could. I think he realized that he wasn't going to beat this Jazz team because how good they play it as a unit. So he was trying to get his team involved and that didn't work. Um, it, And if they played LeBron James more minutes, like because he's normally like 35, 38 plus minutes, um, we would have seen him score his his normal like twenty five points at that point. Um, Nate says uh, what Davis would have done is make it harder for Gobert to take over the paint in the third quarter. And AD is a big reason why the Lakers are the number one defense in the league. That's tr- and, and that's true. And like Anthony Davis is one of those players like Rudy Gobert, where it's tough to account for everything that he does do both on the offensive end and defensive end at the same time though uh and I agree it would have been a much closer game if Anthony Davis was playing just and obviously it's tough to account for because Anthony Davis is playing the other players may have more energy throughout it but just seeing how everyone else was playing and and who the Lakers gave minutes to the Lakers really don't have a ton of great perimeter uh, defenders like Taylor Horton Tucker he's not he can't really defend 
very well. Caldwell Pope can't defend very well. Obviously, LeBron James is a really good defender, but he kind of turns it on and off. So, and then coming off the bench, I, like with how the Lakers match up against the Jazz, the the big thing is how well do the Jazz contain LeBron? And, and this is talking if the Lakers are healthy. How well do the Jazz contain LeBron, and and how much of a difference? How like can Anthony Davis kind of negate Gobert's um, defensive? Like, like, can he pull him out of the paint so it's easier for the Jazz for the Lakers to score in the paint? But at the same time, looking at the Lakers' defense, um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to see the teams, both of them, play healthy because. I'm sure the Jazz would are still going to score a ton of points. I can't see the Lakers' defense shutting down uh, the Jazz ball movement around the perimeter. May make it a little harder, granted, with Anthony Davis in the post. Um, but yeah, I like with both teams healthy. I would imagine it would be a much higher scoring game than we saw tonight. Would be my guess. I may be wrong. It may be more of a defensive just bruiser. Um, Rocker Tech says the Lakers look lost <laughs> and this and the Statue of Liberty Marcus all in the middle has gotta go. Yeah, Mar there is one play where I thought Marcus all made an awesome play defensively, and it turned out it was actually just a foul on Gobert and it wasn't called. And th- and that was the time where Gobert got called for the technical. Um the first time I saw it though, it looked like Marcus all blocked him clean and I was like, okay, like Marcus all still has like that defensive ability but other like and it was actually a foul he should have it should have been a shooting foul so yeah Marcus Saul needs like he's not the player he used to be uh he's not going to be anchoring the post obviously because if he could anchor the post like he used to be able to missing Anthony Davis wouldn't have been as huge of a loss on the defensive end as as it was tonight so he did hit a three. Um, what else did he do statistically? Um, where is he? So he had eight points. Two, yeah, so he he did pretty much nothing. He had two rebounds. He had a block. That block, they made. They probably counted that, and that was the foul that he got. So eight points, two rebounds, a block, and a steal. Um, yeah. It, if the Lakers want to win games, and they're expecting Anthony Davis to be out for a while... You need someone like Marcus All to stand to step up on the defensive end. Um, let's see, <laughs> Weston says, "Let's ask questions, so this will go forever." Like, you know, what? like if if you guys keep asking questions, I'll keep going for it. Um, but make sure they're good quality questions, so I have I have something to talk to about it. And the scroll, just like the the chat. I think you guys have heard Nate and I both complain about the the scrolling on the chat, but randomly it will scroll me like way to the bottom when I'm in the middle, so I have to ramble like I am right now trying to find where I left off so I don't miss anyone's question, because uh, I feel bad when I miss yours, especially when it's a good question or comment. Um, so, okay, so Nate says, U- Utah has one of the easiest second half schedules, 55 wins, here we come, and I'm excited for the for the schedule because looking at it, there seems to be some good stretches of of beatable like teams, and it's just like there's a while. Uh, and at the end, it was it seems pretty solid, which is nice. Like as far as beatable teams, which is nice because um that means the Jazz can can kind of rest their stars, limit their minutes when when they're ahead by twenty with ten minutes to go, they can kind of rest their stars more, get them ready for playoffs without resting them completely, still giving them that game time. Um, but there there are some like tough stretches. Obviously, they're playing some tough teams at some parts of that schedule. So I'm excited for that because I feel like a lot of, like, I feel like I haven't really seen many teams that I feel confident can actually challenge the Jazz. And so if the Jazz can make it through the whole season, hopefully the rest of the teams they play are healthy. Um, because I want to see teams who can challenge the Jazz to kind of gauge how good they are. Uh, but if it goes through the regular season, there's no team that can actually do that. Because it feels like a lot of their losses have been more flukes than actually like, oh, like if they play this team, 
it'll be like they'll have a really tough time beating them in a seven game series so I'm excited for the schedule and it is nice and I think it is beneficial for the Jazz come playoff time so um at the same time I want to enjoy the season as much as I can without focusing too much on playoffs but honestly like I I felt kind of antsy for the playoffs because that is the most exciting time of the season and hopefully we can see some awesome stuff from the Jazz this year um let's see yeah so so Donovan he's in the three-point contest Lakers are totally lost um let's see (laughs) now people are arguing over over who subbed first to our channel um and and by the way, we're, we're still under 500 subs. We're we're trying to get there before the All Star break. So, if if you make it before 500, I'm that's still pretty early on in the channel. So it's not too late to be, uh, t- to be on the the I like called Bank Sports before it was cool list. <laughs> um, CDC says don't skip this question. Um, can it be one of your Saturday topics? I'm realizing. Uh, good with my analysis and stats. Uh, we will. Uh, so Nate and I, we've actually been. Um, we're, we're not ready to announce anything yet, but we will. Uh, we've been thinking of ways that we can involve you guys more in Saturday videos, uh, because the stream is fun because we can interact just live right here. And so we're, we've been brainstorming that. Um, Obviously, it's it's going to be impossible to get everyone on there. So, but if if you're interested and you want to kind of be involved in Saturday videos, let us know. Reach out to us, and we're we're trying to figure out a way to uh, to make it possible for you guys to be more involved in it in one way or another. And and we're trying to figure out a way that we can we can do that for more people. So so stay tuned if you're more interested in that in that kind of stuff. Like, let us know, and and we'll uh, figure out a way to reach out to you. Um, but yeah, we're like, we, we have been thinking about that. Um, oh, and, and Nate kind of covered in the comments. He said, reach out to us. There's our email. So that's probably the easiest way. If, if that is something that you want to do and, and kind of be involved in a Saturday video in one way or another, email us at calledbanksports at gmail.com. Uh, so Carter says, uh, wondering who watched it on ESPN. Did the jazz get any credit? Yeah, I was watching it on ESPN. Um, like obviously there was a lot of Lakers stuff because like when it's nationally televised they plan a lot of the commentary of what they're going to say during small breaks and there's just as as far as for a nationally televised game there's a lot more interest in what's going on in Los Angeles than in Salt Lake City but like the towards the beginning the announcers were kind of like even kind of leaning towards Lakers talking about how LeBron how great LeBron James is but then towards the end it was like <laughs> I felt like they almost ran out of compliments to give to the Jazz because that's all they could talk about. So I do feel like they were giving a lot of credit to the Jazz and they were saying, like at one point, Mark Jackson, he said, yes, this team is definitely capable of winning a championship. And and he he did kind of, he, after that, he said that he wasn't picking them to win, but he said, he's like, this is definitely a championship caliber team. So uh, it is cool to see more of, more of the, like, ESPN analysts and the national media um, kind of give the Jazz credit that um, that all of us think they deserve. Think the Jazz, we think the Jazz are legit the best team in the NBA right now. Um, Dante said, "Yeah, Dante, big win. Maybe we'll get some national coverage. I hope so. I, I hope. Um, like the tough part is Mike Conley. He didn't have a great statistic, like." game in the box score but what he did and like he he just kind of got the jazz started he kick-started them at the beginning and if there's any sort of injury or anything going on that leads an all-star not to be able to play and they're looking for an extra one I'm really hoping that they look Mike Conley's way and maybe a big win against the Lakers will just generate enough buzz that it makes it easier for Mike Conley (laughs) to actually make it into and as an all-star reserve if some sort of injury pops up before the all-star game. I know that's a long shot, but anything helps in this case. Um, 
So Weston says, so me and my younger sister went to a jazz game on the front row and she got John and got Donovan's jersey. It is so cool. That is pretty sweet. And one thing that I love about Donovan Mitchell is like, I feel like there's those superstars where like, they're awesome on the court, but they're not great for the community. Um, or, or they, they don't like you go, don't really feel the love back from them as, as you're rooting for them for a fan. But Donovan's like the complete opposite. He, he like you can tell his goals his his larger goals in life are to help out people um he he like he relates to the community well he does stuff like that so um that's another reason why i think donovan mitchell is just an awesome player and like superstar on and off the court um nate says uh, thoughts of picking up demarcus cousins as the third string center just in case gobert or favors gets hurt um uh, I don't like it. Um, I've I've been thinking because there are some decent free agents on the market, and I've been thinking about like who the Jazz might want to add. I heard Isaiah Thomas get brought up. Um, Demarc- uh, obviously Demarcus Cousins is available. The tough part with adding a f- adding a player to this team is, it's like. Th- this team, like, they have such a good chemistry and they play so well on the court and just everyone's bought in that I almost feel like <laughs> before they sign anyone, they'll want to put him through, like, five rounds of interviews to make sure he'll fit with the team uh, just because they won't want to mess anything like that up. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, I still, th- like, he hasn't played great this year and he, he was getting decent minutes, but he still has talent. He can do stuff. So as far as on the court... I'm sure he could figure it out, but I just I almost feel like if if we need to rely on him, he'd end up getting injured anyway because that's kind of been the story of his career, and he he's kind of like his reputation is he's not great in the locker room. I do think he's gotten better as that as he's become more of a veteran player. He's no longer the superstar that he was. I don't love it, and I don't think the Jazz will look at that. But it, it is something interesting that we can kind of. Um, yeah, it's, it's always fun to think about a big name, like a big name signing like that. Like, even though DeMarcus Cousins isn't the player he was, he, he's still a big name in the NBA for, for fans who have been fans for like more than five years. Um, sources, if the Jazz get a uh, chance to get LeBron, we should not take it. Um, he is a ball hog. Um, I don't like... First off, I don't think the Jazz will get a chance to get LeBron. Um, I, I can't see that happening realistically. And I don't like I I I understood the thing with with Kobe calling him a ball hog, and I think that was fair for most of the seasons in his career. I I don't get it for LeBron though. Uh, I like obviously he he stuffs the stat sheet, and when it comes down to the wire. LeBron James has the ball in his hand because he's he's the one who finishes games. With this Lakers team, it has been different when Anthony Davis is um, is playing because LeBron has shown that he trusts Anthony Davis in those moments. But for most of his career, LeBron is like what kind of defines him and makes him uh, one of the main arguments for why people who think LeBron is better than Michael Jordan as far as the GOAT which I think is kind of a waste. Like it, that argument isn't worth making over who's the goat because it's like it, you'll never be able to conclude it. Like, but one of the main arguments that people make there is is LeBron James' court vision and his passing ability, and and so I don't, I wouldn't call LeBron James a ball hog. There were some times that I saw him make some cool passes, and his team just his teammates just weren't ready to catch the ball. They weren't expecting it, so. I uh, don't know what's going on there, but also that that is an interesting debate with at LeBron's age, if the Jazz has to sign him, which obviously would be for a max contract, um, would it be worth it? Um, that would be an interesting thing. Uh, I don't think he would fit with what, where the Jazz are going right now, but then again, LeBron James is LeBron James, so that that would be kind of a fun conversation to have. Um. 
Dante so uh, Dante May says I also think the Jazz pledging a four-year scholarship for every win is helping motivate a lot amazing start for a first-year owner salute Ryan Smith yeah that that was awesome like I kind of forgot about that for a little bit and then I realized like I I wonder if that is some sort of motivation for the players I I know I I don't think like if that didn't happen like the Jazz wouldn't be where they were but I can see like a lot of like those scholarships, especially to who the scholarships are going towards, probably means a lot to to a lot of these players, like Donovan Mitchell. I I know he's been um. I know he's like super on board with all this, so I wonder if 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 after every win, if they if that's something that they actually think about or talk about, uh, that'd be kind of curious. But I know it's awesome and. Hopefully, hopefully they win a lot more games because not only can the Jazz lock up the first seed, but that many more scholarships. Uh, Nate says LeBron is anything but a ball hog. He makes every team he goes to better. Yeah, so it's kind of my uh, my statement summed up. I I can see how um, because like the biggest moments when the lights are on, and if you haven't watched the full game, and you just see like the the last three minutes. I, I can totally see how a perception of ball hug could be made if you're just seeing those moments because throughout his career, his usage rate in those, in those moments have been like, he's taken most of the shots, especially on like um, all of his years with the Cavs and most like his later years with the heat, his first year or two with the heat wasn't so much that way. Um, probably more because Chris Bosch and Dwayne Wade were, more superstar caliber players than they were during the later years of the Heat. Um, yeah, so so then Sawyer says like, um, so kind of with that conversation of would you take the Jazz? Uh, Sawyer is probably a hard no. I bet we could talk talk you into it if it was a cheaper contract. Um. Like if you could get LeBron James on a fifteen million dollar contract, I I think any team would be crazy to say no to that. Um, let's see. So Weston says that uh, he says I'm actually scared to play the Trailblazers in Lillard. Lillard has been crazy this year, and I felt like for there's a week, uh, like a week or two ago. That just all the media was talking about how Damian Lillard was un- has been underappreciated, and and you got lots of good Stephen A. Smith rants out of that. Um, Lillard is insane. He's been insane for multiple years. I don't know if anyone's underrating him, so I I kind of got bored of all those videos um, coming out. But L- Lillard's a good player. He has a pretty good team around him, but. Like, uh, I feel like the how the Jazz are built. I'm I'm not too worried about the Trailblazers. You may see Damian Lillard go off for 50 points, but as long as the Jazz get a win, I'm happy. Um, at the same time, though, Lillard is good enough. Like, like you saw him in the bubble last year, and and there were people talking like, "Oh, can this Trailblazers team actually beat the Lakers?" And then they won the first game, and and then they lost the next four. But uh, I think I think that's a fair. It, it, it's not like I think it's fair to be a little worried about playing the Trailblazers, especially in the playoffs, because um, two years ago they made it to the Western Conference Finals, and Lillard is insane, especially in clutch moments. I do think that the Jazz are good enough that they can they can overcome anything the the Blazers send them. So I'm not overly worried about that. Um, and it scrolled me way to the bottom again. Let me find my spot. Um, CDC says Farmington is the best city in Utah. I kind of lived in Farmington for a little bit when I moved to Utah. Um, so uh, my family, we lived in Tennessee for a little bit and then we moved to Utah and I lived in Kaysville, but my house was like literally on the border between Farmington and Kaysville. And I went to school in Farmington. So I I guess I can't disagree. I, I like Farmington. It's nice. <laughs> um, 
So Lakers didn't have Anthony Davis or Schroeder, but the Jazz definitely proved themselves some more. Glad it was a blowout because we all know the Laker. If the Lakers made it close, people would use the AD excuse. And yeah, and like with how how much better the Jazz looked than the Lakers, it's like, and and we can go into it how, how big of an impact Anthony Davis would have made in this game. And obviously, if he was playing, it would be a much different game. Both teams would be playing different strategies. The Lakers would look more energized, but like with how much better the Jazz looked than the Lakers, um, it's hard to make an AD excuse for this game, uh, even though I just kind of made it. Um, but yeah, totally agree there. Uh, we, Weston says we should do a Zoom thing and I'll discuss the Jazz. Cool thought. Um, I'll think about it. But, uh, yeah, I'll... We'll, we'll we'll figure something out. We'll, like one thing Nate and I, we do talk about almost every week is we try to figure out a way to to make this more interactive, more fun. Because one of our main goals with this channel is to build a, a like fun place for Utah Jazz fans to come talk about basketball and Utah Jazz. So we're looking into more ways that we can communicate throughout the week or or um, do more interactive stuff like that. So um, good idea. We'll look into it and. It's it's just sometimes the stuff is tough to organize and and tough to make it like a good quality experience because a Zoom call could just go crazy um, if it's not organized well. But yeah, so we'll we'll be thinking about that stuff and and we'll let you guys know if you're interested in that. Um, let's see. Well, <laughs> watch them give us credit after we win this championship. No, like after the Jazz win the championship, they'll they'll still some have some sort of excuse that it's actually Kawhi Leonard's fault for not going to the Lakers, and and that's why the Lakers didn't win the championship. So yeah, the the Jazz aren't ever getting credit even if they do win a championship. Oh, I'm sorry, it's, uh, Leo says I'm a very bland commenter, a commentator, and uh, I, I should work on being more lively. So, um. Yeah, <laughs> I I guess that's it. that's just me though. Um, I'll work on it. I'll try to make this more fun. Um, so Nate says there's no one that I could definitely kick off the Western Conference All Star team for Conley, but there are multiple on the East that aren't nearly as deserving as Mike, and that's a tough part. because uh, because there's other players in the West who I would almost give the Western Conference like if there's one more spot, it would it would even be hard to argue that. Mike Conley is is the player to go in there because there's so many other talented players who got snubbed this year. Um, I'm I just really hope he makes it. Um, LeBron has a minus twenty on the floor, worst minus for both teams in the game. Yeah, and 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 plus minus. I love the stat, but it's also one of the things that you you have to dig into to really like understand why it happened. Uh, that that's one thing that I like about. Uh, kind of going over the stats in basketball is is knowing what happened and why it happened and and plus minus is a tough one to really figure out because a lot of times you'll see a player with a great game with the worst minus just because um, they were on the floor against the other team when they were scoring the most points and, and LeBron James is playing against the Jazz when they have their best players out so that, that's kind of what was going on there would be my guess um at the same time though i'm it's not like lebron james had a great game so i'm not going to defend him too hard on that one either he he obviously he scored under 20 points um he didn't get his five rebounds or five assists he was under five for both of those so yeah i'm like that's another one you can read into um sorry asked me who is my least favorite nba players like James Harden has been uh, like it's tough because I think James Harden is an amazing basketball player and I hope it's in the cards at some point in his career to win a championship just because I think he's like if he doesn't he'll just end up like a Charles Barkley where you know he's a he's an amazing player and it's just a shame that he didn't get a ring at the same time though I don't want him winning one especially since it looks like the Jazz could be contenders for the next few years and him winning one could mean that it it wasn't the Jazz, like the Jazz miss out or it, it potentially 
he could beat the Jazz in the finals. So I'm not a fan of James Harden. Um, uh, and then to, like I, I'm kind of neutral on most stars. Or I'm either neutral or I like them. There are some role players that I feel like I would love them if they were on a team I rooted for, but I hate them when they're not. So players like Montrez Harrell, um, I I don't know. He he just irks me <laughs> whenever. So he and he kind of fit with the with the Clippers team last year, where they they always had that like enforcer kind of attitude. Um, so I don't know. Maybe Montrez Harrell is my least favorite. Uh, I I don't like the st- I don't like the style of play, um, where they they play like the like the bad boys Pistons from the late '80s and early '90s. Um, Weston asked me, "Have I seen the Last Dance?" I've seen <laughs> over half of it. I haven't. I actually haven't seen the end part. Um, this I don't know what goes on in my head, but whenever I start a series. There always comes a point where I just get bored of it in the middle and then I wait a few months and then I come back and finish it. So I'm sure I'll finish it one of these days. Uh, Sorry, says the owner of the Jazz is my friend's uncle. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he that's pretty cool. He's, he's, a, he, he's a cool guy from what I hear. I've never met him, but he has a cool company and he has a cool story. So that's pretty neat. Um. Matthew KB he says LeBron looked like like he did in Cleveland when he wanted out. He did not look happy. I would not want LeBron on the Jazz. I would rather the team win a championship how they are. Uh I agree with that. Like I think I think this team has what it takes to win a championship. And if you play LeBron, you kind of have to rework the system. And honestly though, adding LeBron to any team he he makes them better. At the same time, though, I would rather see the Jazz bring home a championship with this team that they have right now than rather than with like this team plus LeBron. I feel like it makes a better story, and it feels better as a fan to see the Jazz build up and have players that they um, well. Actually, they didn't draft Gobert or Mitchell, but they they got them for their rookie years. And and helped develop them into into a championship roster. Um, so yeah, I I partially agree. That, <coughs> I partially agree there. Um, and scrolling back down to the bottom again. And then uh, Matthew KB also says, the Lakers this year are not as good as they were last year. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. Obviously, like, I don't think they took a huge step down. They still have their star players. And they also got some decent players in the offseason, like Montrez Harrell and, and Marcus Gasol, um, who I think they can be difference makers in playoff series just because of some of their skill sets. At the same time, though, they lost a lot of talent. Dwight Howard did awesome for them last year. Rajon Rondo did awesome for them last year. So, And, and just kind of how everything worked out and with how much money they gave to Kuzma, which I don't think was a good deal. I think they overall took a step back. That step back though is, is a small step back and a small enough step back that they're still probably most everyone's favorites to win the finals. Uh, so they're still a really good team when healthy. Um, cool, cool, cool. Lots of conversation going, but no, no like real comments or anything. Um, Booker. Uh, so Matthew again. Um, Booker over Conley on the All Star doesn't make sense. Um, it it doesn't. It doesn't. If you look at the advanced stats, Conley makes sense as an All Star, and I think Conley is an All Star level player. If you look at just the overall what fans would want to see. Uh, I think Booker is a more exciting player to see in an All-Star game. His stats are obviously better than Conley's as far as the stats that fans really care about seeing. So um, if like the argument versus uh, the argument is really like between advanced analytics and and what um, like the 
advanced analytics versus what's exciting for fans to see uh, would be the argument versus of uh, Booker versus Conley for the All-Star team. <laughs> Carter says that I'm an awesome commentator. Don't ever change. I'll I'll try not to change a ton, but I'll try to make small improvements over time. Um, if if you heard me, I I've only been doing live streams not very long, but if like you heard Nate and I, and I guess you can, or it's it's on our podcast if you want to go check out our podcast. It's not on the YouTube channel though. Uh, like our first few episodes, um, it, it was definitely pretty rough. Also, we didn't know how to record. Um, good audio quality at that point and so that's also fun to listen back on if if you ever want to um let's see um so how does booker's numbers down cp3 and he still get the all-star snub over conley i don't know like I, I'm like you may disagree with me, but I'm still a proponent. I'd be a proponent of going back to the old school way of selecting all stars, where it's just like 100% fan vote. I'd be fine with that. And then, and like, I guess problems with that would be like if that were to have have happened this year, Clay Thompson would have been an all star. Um, and so I I'd, I'd say like the NBA has some control over that where if if there's a player who's played less than half of the games in the, in the season or is unlikely to be healthy for the all-star game or or have some sort of communication with the teams in order to disqualify a player something like that i, I would like to see just 100 percent fan vote um the downside of that is you might see donovan mitchell or rudy gobert getting snubbed a lot more often than they they really should um, but I don't know. You can talk about that. That that kind of, like I feel like the All Star Game is more just um like try to build the most exciting roster and let the fans decide who the most exciting roster is. And with with how many if if you avoid injured players and with how many fans are voting, you'll typically get probably pretty close to to who the All Stars should be. And then you'll probably also get a couple meme picks, like you might get Taco Fall in there one year. Uh, but if that's what the fans want, then that's what the fans should get, in my opinion. Um, the, the last dance is great, except I'm a jazz fan, so I cried. That's, um, yeah, like right, right after the last dance, like after it came out, Nate, Nate was telling me he just didn't want to talk about Michael Jordan because... It felt like the whole NBA world was just rubbing, rubbing ninety-seven and ninety-eight in, in Utah's face. Um, Sorry says, um, so like if we if we won with LeBron, everyone would uh, would say LeBron did it all and brought a championship. Yeah, um, I think I think that's a really fair point. Um, that's probably <laughs> my favorite point for a reason why the Jazz shouldn't get LeBron is just for the narrative purposes. Um, because if LeBron brings the title to Utah, LeBron's the hero. LeBron did it. He carried the team on his back. But if Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert bring te- bring a championship to, Le- to Utah, the story is how they worked as a team. The story is how Quinn Snyder is is a, a great coach, how how Donovan Mitchell um, like worked to improve his game, how, how Conley came back. How, so... I feel like the story is is giving the yeah. So I agree with that. Yeah, if LeBron was here, the people who deserve credit wouldn't get the credit they deserved. Um, Nate says ESPN releasing the Last Dance uh, when they did was penance for the Jazz being the team that shut down the league. <laughs> um, I guess that's fair, <laughs> except for. I don't think the Jazz did it. I think Rudy Gobert did it. Um, I like it, though. I feel like we could make that into a meme. <laughs> Get that blowing up. Um, yeah, if <laughs> if one of you wants to make a meme with that, do it and send it to us. Uh, we'll, we'll use it as a thumbnail or something. <laughs> um Weston says he wants Neater's. And then we got two questions of what's my favorite restaurant. Um, 
Okay, I'll... My favorite restaurant I have not been to in forever. And I think there's only like two or three of them. Um, but it's... So like... I know there's one in Missouri and there's one in Arkansas. And, and so like it's probably weird that it's my favorite restaurant because I've only been to it a couple times. And if I went back there, I might change my mind that it's not my favorite restaurant because I haven't had it in forever. So I don't actually remember how the food tastes. But uh, it's called Lambert's. And it's just kind of a fun country country food environment. Uh, they, give you, they give you all the foods that are not good for you but taste amazing. Um, but but kind of what makes them unique is is they've crowned themselves the home of the flying rolls. And this is totally not jazz related, so I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. Uh, but, but when you eat, like, they'll bring out a cart of rolls, and if you want to roll, you just raise your hand, and they'll throw it to you just like a baseball. And if they miss, like, everyone laughs and like, okay, great, and they'll just throw you another one. So it's it's kind of a fun environment and um, kind of reminds me of my childhood because I, I used to go there on uh, family road trips when we um, visited places in those areas. Um Katie does not deserve to be a captain this season. Um, I'm, I kind of agree. At the same time, though, I don't know who else I would pick as the as the captain for the East. Uh, maybe Joel Embiid. He's kind of a popular one. Um, I think it makes sense that Giannis isn't because he has been for uh, what the past two, maybe more years. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you that Katie doesn't deserve it at the same time. I don't know who would replace him. So I'll, it's kind of a soft agree there. Um, let's see. And, and then, yeah, Nate has a follow up question. Who, who would you choose from the East? Um, <laughs> sorry, this is not Katie. Um, let's see. Hey Nate, talk about Michael Jordan. Um, maybe ne- maybe next time Nate's on here, he he can give you his rant about how um how it was annoying to to have the last dance on there. If if you guys bring it up, I'm sure I'll talk about it. Uh, sorry, says uh Damian Lillard or Kyrie. Um, or he also says before that they feels that the coaches should be the team captains for the All Stars. That that would be cool. I would enjoy that. I think that would be kind of fun. At the same time, I don't think... Uh, I feel like the NBA is selling the... And this is from a business perspective, but but they're selling more of the player personalities. And those are the... Um, most fans care more about the players and, and that side of things than they do about the coaches. So I don't think the NBA would do that. I think it would be kind of fun to see. Um and then as far as Damian Lillard or Kyrie, Damian Lillard's in the West. Um, I do think he should have been a starter over Luka, uh, so, but he wouldn't qualify for the East one. And I think I feel like Kevin Durant deserves it more than Kyrie this year uh, just because I guess they both missed time. Um, Kyrie missed some time due, uh, due to personal reasons. Katie was forced to sit out uh, to... Um, because of COVID protocol. Um, so what? Uh, so Jello asks, what would my ideal Western seeding for the playoffs like? What would? So obviously Jazz number one, and I want the Lakers and the Clippers to be two and three. I don't want either of them to drop below three, as long as the Jazz stick at number one, because that way we don't have to play. We like we only have to play one of them at most. Uh, past that, um, so like, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of teams that can make the playoffs. Uh, so thinking about it, like teams who would make the playoffs, we're probably going to see the Nuggets in there, and so we have five teams. So we'll probably see the Nuggets. I'm guessing with how Steph is playing, we're probably going to be seeing the Warriors. We'll probably see the Trailblazers. I'm guessing the Mavericks will make it in there. Um, they're kind of on the fringe right now, so like they, they might drop out. Um, and I'm just going to go top eight, even though I know uh, top ten teams this year gets to go play in. Um, I'll actually have to pull up the standings <laughs> to think about the teams that I have 
uh, for that for that number eight. But I don't know. I I would like to see. Um. I I feel like the Trailblazers are going to have a tough time, so it's kind of not realistic to have them. Um, higher than seven at this point. Um. I don't know. It would be cool to see the. I feel like the Jazz would match up well with the Warriors this year. So if the Warriors could be eight, that would work. And then in that case, they're going to be playing the the winner of the four five matchup. Um, I, I I don't think the Warriors will be at eight though. I don't know. I'm I'm really happy with. I think the Jazz can be anyone. So just if they get first, I just don't want them playing one of the LA teams until the conference finals. Um, let's see. Oh, and the Spurs are a playoff team right now. Um, I remember seeing that, and that kind of surprised me. So, yeah, if the Spurs could be eight and, like, four and five. Oh, and I forgot about the Suns as well. Um, I'd almost... The Suns are looking good. I kind of hope they drop out so that... Or if if they do, or just drop down to, like, six or seven so the Jazz don't have to play them. Uh, so yeah, maybe Spurs at eight, and then like Nuggets and Blazers at four and five, and then so then the Jazz would hopefully play the Spurs first round, play the hopefully I'd rather them play the Nuggets, but either Nuggets Blazers second round, and this is more realistic, um, and then last round play whoever makes it to the conference finals probably between the Clippers and Lakers before the finals. Um. Story says LeBron should also not be a captain and should give someone else the opportunity. I know it is kind of boring to see the same player over and over be selected as the captain. And I think part of the reason, because captains are just fan vote and LeBron is the most recognizable name. Um, So I bet most fans, when they're thinking, okay, who are the five best players in the West? LeBron is probably one of the first names to come up, come to mind. And on top of that, there is there's the narrative of what is he in? He was drafted two, th- so he's in his like seventeenth, eighteenth season, and he's still playing as great as he is. So I feel like people almost boost how good he is, like because he is playing great this season. But I feel like they boost it a little further just because of how long he's been in the NBA. Um, Jello says that he would hate to see the Nuggets early. I don't know. I'm obviously the Nuggets beat us. Um, to be fair though, the Nuggets had a, like, like one of the greatest shooting nights in NBA history. I, I think that the Jazz have what it takes to beat the Nuggets. The Nuggets are an obviously worse team than they were last year. Um, like, they, they're the seventh seed right now. The past few, like, they've lost some key pieces that's rough for them. Um, it would also be fun to see the Nuggets and Jazz play to see the Jazz beat them. Obviously, there is a risk there. Because, well, in the playoffs, there's going to be a risk no matter who you play because um, they're all good teams. They're playoff caliber teams, obviously. Um, but I, I think the Jazz would have the Nuggets number uh, if they were to play a seven-game series this year, assuming everyone's healthy. Um, and And... Why would you rather see the Nuggets over the Blazers? They always give us a problem like the Rockets do. I just... Like the Nuggets, I feel like they, they are a little bit more of a full team than the Blazers. But if, when it comes to a seven-game series, um, I, like I feel like the Jazz are the most complete team in the NBA. So when it comes to that, I'm not... I feel like the Jazz can can beat up the Nuggets' depth and they can definitely beat up the Blazers' depth. But when it comes down to a seven-game seven series, do I want to trust? Would I rather have the opposing team have Damian Lillard or Nikola Jokic? And obviously, I'd rather them have neither. But I'd rather be facing my my team be facing Nikola Jokic than Damian Lillard. So I I think that's kind of why I gave the edge to me wanting to play the Nuggets over the Blazers. Um, Weston says I want to see LeBron not be an All Star. I don't know if that'll happen. Uh, I guess it just depends on when LeBron chooses to call it quits. He's because he has been slowing down just very slowly. Um, so if he decides to play five more years, which he totally could, and he'd still be an excellent player, 
his last two years um, might not be an all-star. Um, cool. And it looks like we made it down to the end of the chat. I will just kind of waste some time here for about 20 seconds or so in case any of you have any extra comments or questions. But we've been on here for an hour and five minutes, which I think is the longest time we've been on a live chat or a live stream, which is awesome. Thank you guys for keeping the live chat going on. This has been a ton of fun. And the more people who are here and the more people who are uh, like commenting, the more fun this is. So make sure that you, yeah, like share this channel with your friends. If you have jazz friends who, if, if you have jazz friends who watch or jazz fans who are friends who watch content on on YouTube, uh, specifically basketball content, like share this with them. Um, we'd love to build more people. And, and like I said, Nate and I have, have been thinking more ways too to engage you and kind of build that better community. And uh, the more people we have, the easier it is to do more cool stuff with that. So uh, we'll let you know. We, we have a couple ideas. So as, as we think about them, we'll probably kind of test the ideas and see what you guys think about them here on the live chat. So make sure that you tune in um, so, that, so that you can hear about those ideas, give us your feedback, and then uh, we can see what you want to do and, and we can kind of do that. So um, looks like a lot of wrapping up. Sorry, did say, oh yeah, so sorry saying tell people about called bank. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And and even if they don't subscribe, if they just come and join us for these these live um, streams, that that's one of the most fun parts about this channel for for me. And I'm I'm guessing the ones who tune in, I'm I'm guessing you guys enjoy it as well. But thank you so much for joining me tonight. That was an awesome win by the Jazz. We blew out the Lakers, uh, which was really awesome to see because we've kind of been hyping up this game for a long time. So thank you so much for joining us. Have an awesome night. Um, I forget who the Jazz play next, but make sure you join us for the next game. Nate should be taking care of that one. Um, so yeah, like I'm excited to see where this goes. We should we should be having more fun, especially as the Jazz keep winning ga- games. So yeah, thank you again.